A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everyone to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Salt Lake City 2 Review. 17 down series is complete. Lots to talk about when it comes to the uh, showdown and the 2-3-4-50 Supercross uh, race as well as the three champions. We're going to get into that with Weege and JT shortly. Thank you for listening, though, everybody. Really appreciate it. Thank you for supporting the Yamaha LCQ Challenge as well. If you're listening to this, um, probably not time to buy tickets yet, but thanks for the support, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you to Fly Racing for the support of this podcast, whether it's uh, Savachi doing really well this weekend, Bogle. Osborne, Brayton, uh, the Muckoff Honda team, flyracing.com. Please check those guys out. Big things coming for those guys. They got uh, the, the Formula Helmet out. They have all-new redesigned light pant. They have put a ton of R&D and money into the Zone Pro goggle and the mountain bike stuff as well. So Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check that out. Go to your favorite dealer, favorite e-tailer, and dial that in with Fly Racing. If you haven't um, tried Fly for a number of years or you don't, you've never tried fly because you've always been somebody else, then give yourself a chance and try the, the fly racing stuff, man. It, it's uh, really, really great. You can get that at motorsport.com, of course. They're on board with us. Cobalinks, Links, of course. And, of course, the folks at Renthal, whether it's uh, Eli Tomac, Ken Roxon, Chase Sexton, uh, Cooper Webb, Marvin Muskan, they're using Renthal products. The undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969, Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession of detail and quality through the commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. They have over 222 U.S. titles and over 213 world titles. I'm not great at math, but I'd say that's pretty damn good. Uh, so thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal Factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning in 1969. Go to Renthal.com's website. Really, really good information on there. Uh, bar bends and heights and, 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 and widths and everything else of, of bars. Uh, sprocket choice, tons of teeth choice. Lots of colors, grips, chains. Renthal.com for more information on that. I want to thank the folks at Maxis, too. Uh, A-Ray, Jeremy Smith, uh, Rod Bell, all using Maxis tires on the SGB Maxis team. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath, used by uh, the racers today. And if you haven't used uh, Maxis tires for a while, please check that out as well. Mountain bike tires, light truck tires, UTV tires. They've got you all covered. Maxis.com on board with us to uh, to support this podcast. And, of course, Cobalinks, Motorsport.com as well. And, uh, and you people. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. We're just going to rule on the preseason Ken Roxon debate. Uh, we're going to talk about Nate Thrasher. We're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff on this podcast. And uh, I just got back from Salt Lake maybe like an hour and a half ago. I drove back here. So let's dive into it, shall we? Here we go. 
And again, as promised, to talk about the finale of the Monster Energy Supercross Series and all that went into the series and the Salt Lake City 2 race. Man, lots to talk about, lots to recap when it comes to this. And, uh, man, let's get started. So first up on the uh, on the line here, he was not at Salt Lake City 2. If you're paying, he's saying, and that means that the flat track people were paying. So he was saying he's the voice of AMA uh, Motocross Series, though, that is coming up very shortly. It's Jason Wygan. What's up, Weege? Yeah. Oh, it was an epic weekend. I uh, got a lot of things accomplished, even though none of them were Supercross related. And uh, double paying and saying. Double Why? paying and saying. Why double? Because they were not only paying for me to be saying, but in addition, bringing Ralph Shaheen in off the bench, the dream team yeah. in the booth. American flat track. Uh, we'll talk to that. We'll talk to you about that at the end. I want to get some some information from you on that. You and Ralph together, just awesome. dr- dream team. That's awesome. Uh, oh, also yeah. on the line from Fly Racing, they're the sponsors of this Fly Racing Racer X podcast. The title sponsors, I should say. And uh, please check them out at your favorite dealer or favorite e-tailer if you can. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How much? Back uh, back in Boise. Flew back this morning, and I made all. 17 rounds i am the only one in this group and uh yeah i feel good about it yeah i was there yeah wow uh it was close though it was close it was close it was close yeah last minute uh i made my flight on friday as we said don't worry about the race until the day of the race right and, yeah uh, yeah, yeah so we there we go worry about friday travel plans on friday is the quote right and I, I flew saturday but so i i did not even follow that rule but right. i mean my flight was at 6 a.m saturday so that would have been really yeah really pushing it right um <laughs> that's that's for jason wagon's theory on travel everybody right there worry about it when it's time when it's time when it's time we'll worry about it we'll when, when it's time <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, certainly lots to talk about when it comes to that. And of course the flat track mission tortillas as well. Um, yeah. Um, so Salt Lake city too, I was there all week, uh, grinding away, uh, getting scoops, getting scoops, uh, you know, going to the, going all the stuff, everything else. I was there all week for you people. So. Oh, is that what you were there for? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's one way to spend it. I was in all the zoom calls. I was at the press day. (laughs) I was at all of those things. Um, okay. I did go. To You're the, at the Zoom calls, like you, like you needed to be in Park City for that. Um, <laughs> the I did go to the Scott USA uh, um, deal on Friday night. Neither one of you gentlemen were there, and uh, so I was there with that. And I tried to get Mitch Payton to hire Troll Train for 2022. Um, <laughs> Daniel Blair tried to get Mitch Payton to hire Alex Ray for 2022. So Mitch was a few CLs deep, so that you know. We were taking advantage of that, but no matter even no matter how many CLs he had, he shot both ideas down right away. So it was not happening. But good times. His defenses for your troll train assault. He's had this up. This is like his missile defense system. This is goes he, back to the Cold War. This he, is how long you've been trying. He he said to Blair at some point, he's like he pointed at me and he's like, I like this guy's passion for, for troll. I like it. <laughs> so <laughs> he respects it. Okay. Yeah, he respects it, Uh, and Daniel's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know, I I see it too, Mitch. So, um, hey, so Salt Lake City two in Salt Lake. Obviously, the number of mentions of Utah Sports Commission JT uh, fifty over under. I'll take the over. Yeah, I didn't really notice it as much too. I heard you talking about the fact that we weren't in Vegas and we were in Utah several times, but I, I didn't. Oh no, didn't they were the, they, okay. they they were throwing it. Thanks to the Utah Sports Commission, okay. at one point they thanked 
either the minister of sport or somebody if he was there. They the weren't even sure of he was, sport. Yeah, they, they weren't even sure if he was there. Dan Hubbard's like, <laughs> and uh, that's a real thing. And he's like Joe uh, Joe Smith, uh, you know, the Department of the Interior of the Sports for the State of Utah. Uh, great guy. If he's here, thank you, man. You know, like so. Um, so uh, look, we know this. We talked about this. The, the, the State of Utah pays fell to have their finale there. And last year was a little in, uh, forced thing because of the pandemic and everything. But, I mean, for reals, I wish the stadium were bigger, but, man, people like it. People, that's where I'm starting with this thing. Like, we had two to, to, to wrap up the series. People, people dig it, JT. They like being there. I love the Salt Lake rounds. I, I still would prefer to have the finale in Vegas. That's, that's my personal preference. I think it's hard to replicate. Uh, just, you know, Vegas is Vegas. There's, there's no other way to put it. But I, I do believe that Salt Lake has a, a great – presence and should be on the calendar and i'm fine with multiple rounds and so like no problem but i still i still feel like vegas it's hard to beat and hard to match it being the last round yeah yeah it was it, was, it, it is i agree uh but yeah the, the industry you know a lot of not a lot of people but a bunch of people stayed back you know uh privateers mostly uh and had a blast again all week long so um yeah it was it was pretty good i took the feld guys out doug cabrera from tv Sean Brennan from the PR department. I took him out mountain biking, and uh, they loved it. And, you know, a bunch of people were out there. Davey Coombs was out there. MC was out there. Uh, Don Maeda and Anton uh, seemed to get a lot of work done, but also seemed to, to be riding mountain bikes a lot. So um, I think it was you – can, You can relate? Listen, man, I'm sorry if me trying to improve my fitness is, is irritating you. I'm sorry. It's not irritating this. me. I, uh, I, you've mentioned it a lot. Well, you're, you're – I think you're trying to say that you were in Salt Lake for one thing when we all know it was another thing. That's all. I'm, I'm happy that you have mountain bike. No well, problem. It seems great. like you complain a lot about it, but no, I, I, my only thing is that you try to downplay it. You should just own it. No. Um, okay. okay. So, uh, we each later on in this pod, uh, you will, you, you have thought about this. We each, you have deliberated, you have taken all the points in. We've pulled some audio that, uh, I'll insert as well into this podcast um the ken roxon uh mathis jt debate from the preseason you have rendered a verdict i have okay let me tell you yep. i mean even with all the evidence entire 16 rounds coming into this you would have thought it had become an open and shut case but the jury was deliberating even through the final laps of this really? event really wow okay oh, yes yeah um, now, uh, uh, we'll get that decision in a little bit, but, um, if you, if you want, just text me right now, your PayPal and I'll make sure that, you know, oh, this wait, wait, okay. No. So we're still deliberating. Yeah. We're yeah, still yeah still deliberating. Deliberating. I'm kidding, but, uh, <laughs> we'll look forward to that. Um, so JT, you and I were, uh, we'd, uh, well, we, you and I were on the motor fly Moto 60 show on Thursday and we talked about this and JT, you and I did the fly racing pit show on Saturday with, mm-hmm. uh, the great Damon Bradshaw and the great Kevin Morantz. And we all said like, look, man. None of these guys are going to go for it. Uh, Nich- Nichols pulled the whole shot and led most of the race. Um, and Webb was third and looking great to just get third. And he put on a hell of a charge to win the damn thing and uh, and really make a statement, um, you know, as far as this championship. It was, JT, I'll start with you, a phenomenal ride by Cooper Webb yet again. And just like, just the stamping, stamping of this thing. Uh, a great ride. Amazing ride. It was. And I'm going to go... I'm going to take a page out of your playbook and just say that I was right because of what Justin Cooper did that, that I'm right. watch Justin Cooper. He did everything we thought he would, that would happen. Right. And One just out of three. Ig- ign- right. Ignore the rest of it. Okay. Uh, but no, seriously, <laughs> Cooper Webb was 
phenomenal. Uh, and it, we should have known better. You know, we, we, we have so much evidence to understand the way that Cooper Webb's, well, I would say Paul Webb, the way his mind works and the way he approaches situations and the way he just wants, he doesn't want to just win. He wants to dominate people and rip their soul apart and leave them bleeding on the side of the road. That, that, in my opinion, that deep down, that's who Cooper Webb is. He wants everyone and anyone to know that he's the best guy and to leave no doubt about what happened in 2021. And that's evident in the way he rode because it would have been so easy for him to just ride that out and get a podium. He didn't have to go chase Sexton down. He didn't have to, you know, battle Marvin there. He could have just ridden. And it speaks volumes about his character that he was willing to go for it. And, and you could make the argument that maybe it wasn't the wisest choice ever. You know, maybe he should have just ridden it out and played it cool. But I just don't believe that's who Cooper Webb is. And that that's a something I should have realized a long time ago, but it really it really was driven home last night uh, as to who he is. And, and I won't take that for granted moving forward. If, if, in a situation like that, I'm going to look at it differently moving forward. He got stronger as the series went on and as every race went on. You know, um, his MO, I mean, he got passed uh, early last night uh, in Salt Lake, you know, but still won the race. Uh, it's just phenomenal, Weege. Uh, just that's an all-time ride right there. And he, he you know, he stamped it. Yeah, uh, JT's right. Maybe we should have known better, but <laughs> just seeing the position he was in, it was a pretty tight battle there at the beginning. So I probably got sucked in like most and just thought, all right, this is the one night that he won't do everything to win the race. And, and Sexton uh, winning was so on script as far as like all the stuff we talk about with the weirdo. Yeah, so thank you for yeah. saying that. Yeah. So here's here's my uh, point or question. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you this, JT. Absolutely. This is the way it always goes, right? The series finale has weirdo winners because someone is trying to win the title and doesn't need to win, and then someone else isn't going to win it, and they're deflated. So the last year that was Kenny and Coop. They were fine. They were definitely not going to win, so they didn't try. Tomac didn't want to take a chance. He didn't try. You saw Kenny clearly not trying down the stretch of this race, and you're like, okay, yeah, you're right. There's the script. But I'm wondering this. I, I couldn't – I don't know why I can't expect this, but when it's four minutes to go and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going after Sexton. He's not even going to let Sexton win this race. No. So I'm wondering, JT, I'm going to ask you this. We have seen when you give these dudes that one win, like Zacco wins the last race last year and then goes on to win the 450 Motocross Championship. You give them that one win. Villapoto once won, I think, two out of three races late in the year in 2009. Nine, yep. Right. Stu and Reed are concerned exclusively about each other. This Villapoto kid, go ahead, win. We don't need to worry about you. Well, they got a real problem on their hands after that. Is there a chance, uh, JT, that Webb is like, uh-uh, I know how this works. This Sexton dude is fast, and I am not letting him get that confidence. I'm going to rip his heart out as well. In this particular case, I don't believe so. Uh, it, as a concept, sure. But I don't believe that was what was going on last night. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Sexton kind of came back to those guys because the pace that Sexton was putting on you know, from about six or seven minutes in to about 12 to 14 minutes in, I don't think anybody had anything for that. And I, I think he, if he could have sustained that, it was over. He, he had checked out. I think it was a little bit more of Sexton's lack of experience leading a race that long. And he kind of came back to them because 
it wasn't like Webb left the pack and went and got Sexton. Marvin came with him, right? So to me, it was more of Sexton coming back a little bit. And then Cooper's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay fighting. Like, because it would have been easy for Cooper to just not really try, let Marvin go. But Marvin went with it. That was really the, the, the deciding factor was that Marvin was able to go with Webb up and go get Sexton as well. Yeah, that's a fair point. Because like that Atlanta three charge where he went after Roxon, he pulled away he, yeah, from Tomac. Yeah, he gapped those guys. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, and Sexton, by the way, I don't know if you guys heard, they did interview Sexton on Peacock after the race, like after it went off the air, and he admitted he got tired straight yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I think you could you could see that. Uh, you know what? The the we had some overcast clouds and stuff. The track actually held up pretty good. Um, it didn't turn into this you know hard pack slippery thing. You could really be aggressive like Sexton was. You could really be throttle happy. And 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 I think yeah he he was aggressive early very aggressive, I um yeah you know that's kind of why I went into this season a little bit talking about Osborne because you know he got that Salt Lake win he captures the outdoor title, and I'm like man he's gonna keep this thing rolling like I don't I, I'm not calling him for the title I call Tomac to defend it, but um I was thinking Osborne was gonna be a serious contender just because of that you crack the door open Weege exactly what you said for these guys now obviously it was a longer off season than than maybe I thought about but. That's where I was at with Osborne. Where like you give these guys a taste, right? And and, and they're yeah. taking off. And and look, is there any doubt that Sexton's the next guy, right? Among us three, not really. Like with Adam and Sexton and well, yeah. he's one of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's, the he's exclusive he's, one. No, no, but he's the next group of big winners sure. and title contenders. Yeah, of yeah so yeah. you know that's coming, regardless of his fate. A little bit last night. That that's well, I I, I made this point on the Fly Racing Radio Show. The future is extremely bright right now, and and you're making that same point. But the Cincerillos, the Ferrandises, the Plessingers, all these guys are coming into their own at the same time. And yeah, we still have the Webs, and these guys are you know Tomax seems like he's going to stick around. I don't know what to make about Roxon, which we'll get into. But you look about the guys, you look at the guys that are maturing, you look at the guys that haven't necessarily timed out yet that are still in their prime, and and man, we could really be setting up for some all time parity here which you know we, we need a lot of that we haven't seen that you know we had so much domination by a few it doesn't seem like it might be that way for a while yeah two-time champion now cooper webb the first repeat winner or the first uh, non-new winner in four years we had uh different winners for the last four years and then now webb's in so um well roxon um you know this was not uh not a great performance for him led eight laps uh looked good you know uh was there bunching was there attempt to bunch Early on, man, I think there was. I think there was too. Oh, really? I, I do. I it was weird, man. I don't know. He was, yeah, stopping and yeah, like yeah. not stopping, he, but he yeah. was, he was definitely racing a little bit backwards. Now, whether that's bunching or not, I, I believe it was, but he was definitely more worried about the guys behind him than he was trying to go forward at times. Yeah, yeah, it, w- it was nowhere near the Tomac uh, bunching, but I, I think there was something going on. So. He uh, he leads a bunch of laps, fades back to tenth. Uh, oh, Tomac got him late. Then I missed that one. Yeah, thought, Tomac got him. Yeah. yeah. Kenny tried to. Kenny actually made a little bit of contact, uh, trying to hold him off, which I right. thought was weird. But yeah, not to be but Tomac. Yeah. He, yeah. Roxon wow. got a little aggressive with Webb even early on, and it's like, oh, wow, there it is. Well, you're you're a little late for that. And yes. Yeah. Kind of what I had the comment I made with you guys, I was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna do that now? Like yeah. we're, we're late." Yeah. Uh, so, not a good race for Kenny. Um, look, the title was remote, anyways. But you know, another one of those weird races for him. Uh, and I never really 
was he interviewed afterwards? I didn't watch the TV show at all. I drove all day today, Weege. No, um, I was counting on him to at least get on the podium because mm-hmm. I needed the for the evidence in the jo- the, tr- the trial jury is mm-hmm. coming here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as he faded off the podium, I was very upset because I knew we would not hear from him, and I need his evidence. Well, so now but they, inter- gotta- they interviewed him after last week's race, but you know, so this week he's waiting uh, around to get a medal. But yeah, I guess it's just whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. dude, he's he's oh. eliminated. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. He was down there to get the third place medal. Or yeah, place yeah, he medal. was sitting down there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there was yeah. there was that a little bit, but um. You know, yeah, he uh, wasn't a good race for him, wasn't a good, f- you know, I mean, like we said, the, the thing was basically I, over. I did not. Webb alluded to that he was getting annoyed. Yeah. Um, and he said, hey, I get it. He's got to do what he's got to do. Um, yeah, but so, yeah. okay. Yeah. Webb, uh, this is the problem, right? This is the problem. Everyone said, hey, Kenny, you got to do this, as JT would say, earlier in the season. But the unfortunate thing is, and maybe somebody told Kenny this, if you want to go there, we all know Webb would be better at that than him. Like, if you want to take it down to a street fight, if you want to take it into the gutter, Webb's probably better at that than Kenny, right? Yeah. And so he tried a couple times to mess with Coop, and then what did Coop do? Coop got him way better yeah. than Kenny yep. got him. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't even – like, he looked like he was playing with him a little bit, you know? Uh, although Kenny was maybe trying a bunch, so hard, hard to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was toying with him, as right. RC was saying. But yep. you're thinking it was the other way around, which could be. I do. I, I. It seemed weird. It seemed weird for Kenny to not, at least in the beginning of the race, when we know he can sprint yeah. away and we know he can lay down these hot laps to not do it, you know? Um, and then maybe that you, threw you him off. You can't bunch when you're down 20 points. No, yeah, no absolutely. No, it's it's t- terrible strategy. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get 17 guys bunched up? Well, or even, even, if Webb, even if Webb hits your back tire and tips over, uh, you don't think he's going to get up and get 19th? I mean, yeah, we had Alex Wright. We had Alex Wright pulling point. off and riding through the mechanics area. We're at a slow pace and then pulling back on the track. I think Webb. I think Webb could get him. You know, shocking, right? <laughs> so, so I have a question, and I, I posed this to Steve last night in person. But with these these races, that and I don't, I don't have an answer. This isn't a loaded question. Is this mental or physical with Kenny? These these late, and, and I don't mean just last night. I mean the Atlanta crash. I mean, the crash last week, and then, of course, I mean, the meltdown last night in Salt Lake. Like, I, I don't know, but there's something. Something is going on. He's either having lapses in concentration or his body is failing him, but something is up. Uh, my lawyer has said, do not speak before the trial. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into that. So here's some audio from the beginning of the uh, the video preview. Uh, Hold on, course. he's definitely bunching. I'm watching it back now. This yeah. is definitely, this is the, Croxon does not go this slow early in a race. No, it, it was weird. He's going slow on the faces of jumps in areas yeah. where he could easily scrub. It, yeah. Again, it was the worst attempt at bunching maybe ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so here's some audio that uh, I played, uh, uh, Swisscore pulled from the, uh, the pre- video preview show, uh, kind of the basis of what we've been talking about all year long. For me to say Kenny uh, is going to be the champion, I can't. That's a bridge too far for me because I have four series that he's not been able to complete due to physical in, uh, illnesses or things going on with him unrelated to. We never really got an answer. Yeah. But, you know, he went through serious trauma, a lot of issues with his arm. And so for me to sit here and be like, look, uh, uh, he's going to be a, a championship contender, I don't know. Like I, I just can he finish? Can he can he can he get a closer? Talking about baseball reference, can he get closer in there? Because I don't, I haven't seen it yet. All right, so there it is. We um, again, what say say you? Um, we about this whole thing. 
I, I feel like, do we have time for a quick summation here? Oh, I, I'm glad to give one. I've already no, prepared No, mine. I mean for us, for me, or, me and JT. Uh, uh, oh, but you want to make a closing remark? Yeah, a, little, a quick closing remark on why we feel. Okay, fine. Yes. Okay. Uh, JT, you want to go first or you want me to? Uh, I'll go. I'll go. I, it's it's going to be really concise. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my my only real point here was that to say that there were four people that could win the title and Kenny was not one of them, I, I did not feel was fair or justified. And when you enter the ra- the last round, you're it's Saturday afternoon, you're going into the night show, and there are only two riders that can possibly win the title mathematically by AMA rules. There are only two riders left there. I know there can only be one, but there were two that had a chance and Ken Roxon was one of them. I don't feel like I really have to make an argument past that. And, and the defense rests. You get 26 points for a race win. Uh, he finished 35 points down. He uh, had three races where he was 10th or 9th. He had mysterious fades, mysterious crashes, and that I, I feel like my point was proven correct, even though he was second in the points, because he is a great rider, and I said that many times, that he could win races and be a great rider. The fact is, is he had those moments throughout the series, especially in the second half, that made me come to that decision, Your Honor, before the season started, and I feel justified in saying he had those moments exactly like I thought. He didn't come up with shingles or, you know... Um, uh, 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 any kind of weirdo diseases, malaria, or anything like that. So, may, you know, there wasn't there wasn't any particular issue, Your Honor, that came up like maybe I thought there could be. But overall, he did exactly kind of what I thought he would, and that's why I, su- I suggested, Your Honor, he would not win this championship. I rest. Well, first first of all, I, I appreciate you saying Your Honor, and I, I hope you keep that in future episodes <laughs> okay, thank you. of this podcast. Um Steve, I, I do want to help clarify for your sake, for the jury. I want to help you clarify for your sake. I believe the big misunderstanding that a lot of the fans have is that you were saying, you were, if you were saying, I don't remember if it's four or five other guys could win the title and Kenny wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. You were actually not saying that Roxton is only the fifth best of course Supercross not. No, of course rider. not. No. That is the confusion. You were not giving a power ranking. What you were saying is Roxton okay, if we run this 2021 series through a computer simulator 100 times, maybe one out of 100, somehow Zach Osborne wins the title. A 1% chance. 99% of the time, it does not work. But one out of 100 times, if you... I would give Zach season, more than that, but okay, sure. Yes, I get well, your point. Whatever. Yes, okay. I get your point. There, right. there, my point is, yeah. there is a chance. Yes. Sin Cerullo, there is a chance. Yes. It is a small chance, but there's a chance. Webb and Tomac, obviously, the, the odds grow much larger. Yep. You are saying... If you run this series 100 times in a simulator, zero times Roxon would come out on top because there will at least be three races, no matter what, where he gets like a tenth because of some problem, and you cannot win the title with only 14 good races. But how, how can you say that when he gets second in points? He beat, he beat all the other contenders. I, oh, I, I give up on If you're saying zero times. He hasn't even ruled yet, uh, uh, I, no, counselor. I, I'm saying, but if that's – if that is what you're saying, that zero times out of 100, it was mathematically impossible for Roxon to be the champion. <sighs> order, order. order okay. Thank court. you. Thank you. Okay. Order in the court. Obviously, Steve's case was very much on the ropes for the first half of the series. Uh, Ken was looking very good. People were making sure that Steve knew about this. But again, this was not a power ranking. He was not saying he's the fifth best Supercross rider. He just is going to have three bad races 
that will make it impossible uh, to win this title. And we were waiting for it to happen, and we started to see some signs that it was happening, and I was absolutely leaning in Steve's direction. But then Ken came back, and he wins Atlanta 2, and had he not crashed in Atlanta 3, he would have won that race. He would have won that race. I don't believe that was shingles-induced or Epstein-Barr-induced or physically-issue-induced. He crashed in the whoops. The crash is Salt Lake 1. That was an odd one, too. I don't think that was physical. So, as JT mentioned earlier in this show, it comes down to this. He did end up having the weirdo races that prevented him from winning this title. He did end up having that, which would lead to Steve's case being correct. But now this all comes down to why did he have those bad races? Well, Your Honor, Your Honor, this, Your Honor, yes, I would like to oh. I would like to propose that okay. I, I with no access to the pits and to the teams and just dealing with text messages, we didn't have a chance to dig into any particular issues. Although some of us tried. So do you believe? Do you do believe that there were some physical issues at some point? I don't know. I can't say for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know what the internet says. This is oh. all. Mental. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is one hundred percent mental. Are these he the crackpots? <laughs> yes, YouTube commenters? <laughs> yes, YouTube commenters have sounded off, and, and <laughs> Webb broke him mentally. So I was prepared. I had already prepared my final notes on Friday when I was driving back from the flat track race. I was I already prepared my speech because I'm like, Roxton will go out. He'll be fine in this final race, and it will be clear that uh, Steve, Steve is correct, and it was impossible for him to win the title. Uh, and there probably were some physical issues, and we just didn't know about them. And then he gets out front of this main event, and I'm like, ah, he's fine. But then he gets passed by Webb, I look here, on lap uh, 18. And then he starts riding absolutely horribly. There is no chance that he got tired physically at that moment. This is a mental thing. I am actually going to begin to side with the mental mumbo-jumbo crackpot theorists that this is a mental thing, and somehow Cooper Webb has put a spell on Ken Roxon. The evidence in this final main event, the final nine laps of the year, have changed my mind. I think Roxon physically had it dialed in enough this year to get it done. The hex that Cooper Webb has put over him made the difference. Henceforth, physical issues did not become the problem for Roxon. It did not make it impossible for him to win the title. And because of that, he could have won the title. And because of that, Jason Thomas wins the argument. Bullshit. This is one of the greatest days of my life. That's bullshit. I he mean, was look, physically. Uh, listen, May second, uh, May second, twenty twenty one, a day that will live in infamy. I accept your ruling. I will not appeal. Uh, that that is the you know I accept. This is how we were going to run it the whole time. Yeah, I didn't and you say will be arrested for this. You know that's how this works. You I, will <laughs> go to jail now. <laughs> Why? Why would I go to jail? I mean, that's how court works. Oh, okay. Bailiff. Bailiff. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I look at the more the you know, like this is this is uh, Judge. You're Judge Judy. This is just a civil court. Oh, it's not a. Sorry. It's not a, JT's rubbing his hands. This isn't a federal. Right now. This isn't no. a federal court. But listen, no. I, I when, when you say that, Weege, I just said issues, man. I didn't say physical issues. Just he can't. You know, he mentally has problems. He he physically has problems, or mentally has problems, or he has these there races. Was no way, man. This was all based on the shingles, the Epstein bar. The he's feeling bad. His body's all, all right. Okay, listen, listen. Surgeries. You did not. You and I both agree that usually these guys at this level are not as fragile. Right. Okay. I know they're fragile little flowers. When yeah, it comes but to settings yeah. on the motorcycle. But the idea that they can be broken mentally by some dude, we right. usually don't subscribe to that. But 
in the final eight laps of the main, my mind changed. Like, Webb passes him with contact. And he wilts. He absolutely wilts. Again, I accept your ruling. It's bullshit. I accept the ruling. And, uh, yeah, good job, JT, on that. I, no, I, I, will give, I will give Steve some credit because I think the premise that Ken, Kenny would have some sort of issue is, is valid. I, I do believe that. The what? only – yeah, do I, I do. I do. Hold on. But in the, in the spirit of that it was impossible, basically impossible – if you run these simulations that it was impossible for him to be champion and there were a set number of people that it was four that could win and he was not one of them, I still say that, that I fully disagree with that. Mm. What if Roxon, What if Webb breaks his arm on press day on Friday? Roxon's your champion. You know, like, I think everything changed. Like it, to say it's an impossibility and he's not one of the guys after the season he had, I think was wrong. But Look, he wins say, and he still wants to argue. We, no, Your Honor. I, I'm trying to give you credit. Yeah, but just, 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 just roll with it. You won. I, I was. I will say what I want. This is a free country. I'd already heard JT saying yes in my mind, but I have not gotten the response. No, I, I am happy. I, I feel that I was proven to be right from Kenny's wins and how competitive he was all season. But I, I as much as it pains me, Steve deserves some credit for the meltdown that Kenny went through. That, I mean, there there was a meltdown. If you were watching that main event, the last half of that main event, you're just like, oh, dear God, what am I watching? So That yeah, tilted the scales of justice in your favor, JT, because that is not physical. That is not shingles. That is not Epstein Barr. That yep. is – he physically could have done it. He physically it was, it was, was strong enough. You're right. It was a physical lack of doing 17 rounds and travel that Steve was leaning on for sure. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. Well, I have five straight series now. With proof that Kenny can't go through something without having some issues. Well, there there was a verdict handed down, and now oh, yeah. you must accept. I, I accept it. It's bullshit. But whatever. Now, there is one thing you yeah. can do, Steve. There's well, one thing you can do. I can appeal. I know you say you're, you when do you not say want you to accept, appeal. but it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's no, not, well, that's you're not accepting it. <laughs> no, no, no. You, I'm accepting it that you won the argument, but yes, uh, it is bullshit. I, I can do that. Yeah. At least Steve came through. I knew the first words out of his mouth would be, this is bullshit, and JT would say, yes. <laughs> okay. JT <laughs> let me down. So what, what's Now, the... Steve, I know you don't want to appeal, yeah. but I think you should. Oh. Because if, if you can appeal and you can find evidence that there was a physical issue, and maybe at some point we will get access like we used to, if you can find evidence okay. that there was a problem. Well, uh, I will keep on that, Your Honor, and my, my, me and my other fellow lawyers will be digging. Um, we may have already tried to dig a little bit, um, oh, you know, for this case, just during the year, just during the year, like sending out some texts like WTF, okay. you know, just like, 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 you know, just like any media guy would do like, Hey, what's, what's happening? You know, what, but what are you so. going to be reaching for here? Like hemorrhoids, like a bulging disc. Sure. Uh, yep. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Hemorrhoids. Malaria. <laughs> like, uh, some sort of gallbladder attack. Yep. <laughs> All acceptable in the court. Right. <laughs> um, if I were Kenny's group, and I think Kenny's in a tough spot because he, he has was usually so forthcoming with his injuries and his surgeries and everything that I think people got tired of that and they didn't want to hear yeah, that anymore. I agree. And it started to sound like excuses. Yep. Okay. If you're a guy, if you're a human being, if you're a male human, would you rather everyone on earth thinking that you just got owned by another guy? That you just got broken by him? Or would you be like, eh, nah, uh, that was sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, 
Your Honor, if he I wouldn't mind putting that out there. Your Honor, if he uh, doesn't line up for the uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, does does something, you know? I think there's a very strong chance of that. That's my opinion. Of not lining up. The scales of justice will be watching. Not not lining up, JT. I I personally think there's a strong chance he does Uh, not line up. eh. I hope he does. Yeah, of course. No, of course. We all hope he does. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I would not. I would not say strong chance. No, not not my eyes. No. Okay. But there's there's a definite chance. I, I think. Um, all right, that would well, be a lot of evidence in an appeals case if he suddenly <laughs> yeah. is physically unable to right. go three weeks after Supercross. Yep. Well, uh, the the court has ruled. So thank you, each. I feel like you uh, you took it seriously, you took it honorably, and you gave it some thought. I will not thought. be. Uh, I will not be honoring any appeals decision. I will be. Uh, have already left the country. I <laughs> will not be extradited. We will, we will not back. be showing up for any court dates. <laughs> there will be no extradition. <laughs> no. <laughs> JT's going straight to Cancun now. Yep. Right. Yep. I got right. my passport back, and I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, or, or or are you going to be like OJ on a search for? for are you going to be searching? You'll be searching in for a, what? What? In a '94 Bronco. Right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Weech, for that. Uh, okay. I, Steve, look, if Roxon wins that main event, I, I I think you're okay. But there was too much evidence of mental cracking, not physical cracking. All right, so Marvin gets second. Um, rode really well. Yeah, won, won last week, of course. Got second this week, so really, really turned his season around. Um, good job for Marv on that. And, man, he's kind of getting better and better. Outdoors, weed, she maybe. I mean, look, he won a couple motos last year. We kind of forget that. We had a nine-race series. Nine or eight? Eight nine. or nine? Nine? Uh, nine. So we had a shortened series, and he won two motos out of the 18. So, you know, uh, maybe he's, maybe he's going to be better this summer than we kind of think. He's kind of coming around. You know? I think there's wind in the sails of a lot of people. Um, there, There is no stamped de facto 450 motocross favorite, I don't think. Uh, everybody has issues, including the def- starting with the defending champ has got a back problem right now, right? He's working on it. He's coming back. But I feel like if you're anybody, if you're Marv or you're Ferrandis or you're Plessinger, you're, you're anybody in that series, you can make a case, here we are again legally, of like, yeah, I can, I can do this, right? Yeah, there's a lot uh, of guys. Yeah, there'd be a lot of guys for sure. I mean, a couple of years ago, it was like, yeah, but I got to beat freaking Eli Tomac. But now that looks at least more doable than it used to be. Uh, Sexton got third, led those laps. Uh, the AMA awarded the Rookie of the Year to Dylan Ferrandis, JT. I don't know if you noticed that. I did not. Uh, uh, they, uh, yeah, oh, they, I did. Yes, I did. I did. I did. Yep. So they gave Ferrandis the Rookie of the Year and lots of WTFs in my timeline just because Dylan Ferrandis finished with more points. But there's no doubt in my – Dylan had a good year. But again, it's the AMA, and the AMA will always AMA. Uh, so they just go by points, and that's it. Um, yeah, but who, what do you want them to do? Be, you know, you want them to have a judging process? That's going to get a lot of complaints. I think you just have to be black and white on it. Oh, okay. See, I think you would have three guys that would be like, "Hey, what do you think? What do you think? Hey, oh, Mitch. God, no, I, I don't. Hey, Peyton. I don't want to give. You know, Peyton. What oh, do you yeah. think of the 450 Supercross class? And then what? Here's what I think. And then let's call somebody else. No, I'm good. I, I don't want. I don't want any sort of. Uh, people having influence or sponsors weighing in or any, I don't want anything to do with any of that. That gets really, well, that's really why you asked Mitch Payton in the two fifty class, you, or, you know, somebody like that, like, you know, somebody, if you respect the people, anyways, my point being JT is Chase Sexton's really the best rookie this year. Yeah. I, I don't have an argument. If you want to, if you want to be a judge, right. Then sure. Three, but, ra- three, ra- three podiums, uh, fastest qualifiers, heat race yeah, wins. Yeah. I mean, staying yeah. healthy is, is a skill as well, though. Weege, do you agree? 
I'm actually kind of hanging in there on what JT just said at the end. Staying healthy is part of it. Mm -hmm. To me, that's the biggest challenge when you get into the class the very first year. Going fast, we've seen many young riders that can go fast. Um, so I have no problem with doing it by points. And, oh, my God, you think the AMA is going to AMA? Can you imagine the heat they get if they – That's what I'm saying. You can't, yeah. you can't open, the, open Pandora's box like that. But no. we literally, like in every other sport, they, they go by many things other than just points per game or goals scored. You know what I mean? Like, well, we don't, have that. To... we don't have that to go off of, though. Like there aren't official things that you could really yeah, draw a, from. There is. There's official stats somewhat. But I, I would bet that, like, okay, if you want to use main events qualified for, Ferrandis has more. If you want to use top tens, Ferrandis probably has more. I mean, it's, it's, it gets really dicey when you start opening that up. Well, speaking of Ferrandis, he rode well to get fourth. Rode really well. Him and Anderson came together. He's moving forward. Good job for Dylan Ferrandis, fourth place. Um, at one point, if we had, he ever oh, if okay. he ever figures out his first few laps, he's going to be really dangerous. Yeah, although I don't know, I'm not totally there yet because he he does make mistakes, right? He'll crash. He'll tip over in a turn. He'll yeah, yeah. he'll make mistakes. Wise, but, but, yeah. but several races per year when he's on, yeah, if he he can he can win. And I, I was thinking about this earlier today. He really hasn't changed anything. He's the same guy he's always been. It's just a different class now. You know, if that was the 250 class last night, he would have won pretty easily, in my opinion, the way he was riding. You just can't give up that much of a gap at the beginning in this class and expect to be on the podium or win. Uh, the Dylan Ferrandez-Anderson battle, I was there for that. I uh, loved it. Barsha and Anderson got into it. That was great, too. Uh, how much did they show on TV, Weech? Yeah, they actually got a lot of it, yeah. uh, but what I don't know is what happened to Anderson. He just rode off. After he Barsha did. got him back, he slowed down, pulled off the track, and didn't even pick up his mechanic, went straight back to the pits. Uh, all right, just like yep. last he week. Had, he look. had to be sick. Had to be. Uh, right? If there was if there was a bike-related issue or something, he would have went to the mechanics area, in my opinion. I, I yeah. think he had to be sick. I've, I've only seen riders pull off in the middle of a race and leave their mechanic and do nothing but go to the truck, and it, every time it's either injury or sickness related. Oh, no, so Tim, Timmy did leave. that a few I'm times. Saying. No, no, Timmy did that a few times. Nick did well, that Well, he was too. mad at you about the bike or something, yes. yes but. Um, uh, the press release, does this help? Yep. He ran into an issue that would hinder the rest of his race. Okay. No, that would, that, that's, yeah, that's super specific, so that's good. <laughs> Nailed that down. Uh, so we think, that, we think the start to Anderson deal is done, right? Kind of what we're hearing? I think so. He, I believe so. Yeah. He told somebody that, uh, the other day that this is the last time I'll ride this track. It was a Husqvarna track, or the test track. So wow. I heard that through the grapevine, and we think that, uh, yeah, star gets Jason Anderson, which is interesting because, you know, the, the star guys are about the goat farm, and they're all there. So I would imagine that's a thing like, hey, man, you got to ride the goat farm all the time. And we know that he didn't really like, you know, being told what to do with the um, Baker program all that much. So that'll be interesting. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe he, he did it. He perhaps at the 83 compound. It's not like he doesn't want to go to a track and ride with people. No. Yeah, I, think I think it's, it's more you wake up at this time, you're at the gym at this yeah. time, you ride here at this time, you do this amount of laps. I yeah. think that's more the But problem. don't you feel like Swanee would be the guy and that would be the program? I don't I don't think it's as forceful. Yeah, I, I maybe personally not. don't. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, hey, you know what I think is a big deal? I never over – I don't – I think you and I talked about this on the Moto 60 show, Steve. I, I think people overrate – uh, the energy drinks and their influence. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's still a factory team manufacturer sport in so many ways. But it, this one's pretty big, I feel. At the highest levels, they don't. But at the lower levels, like like there was many stories of energy drink guys telling the teams they have to hire this guy. 
at the B level. Yeah, teams. yeah, I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. not in in this in this, you know, at this level. Right. We're analyzing here the yeah. front of the 450 class. It's team against team. Yep. Um, but I gotta say, like, this is one of the all time branded as an energy drink guys. Um, and for Anderson to be a monster next year, and Monster would love to have him. I mean, he's a great personality to have. But I feel like this is one of the bigger switches because he has been as rock star as rock star gets in many ways. I'd say his whole career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll fit in fine with Monster, though. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the it's, big, it's big, not terrible. The big bro show will happen there. The, everyone will be ha- very excited about that. So I think he fits their branding sure. pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah. Both he of does. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Stewart, fifth. And Mookie put on Instagram today that he didn't know what his. He was looking forward to see what his future holds. So uh, I mean, I, I think we all knew he just had like a one-year deal with Star, but so I don't know if that means he won't be back or not. I don't know. Um, but he had a good season, fifth place in in Salt Lake City. Good job for Mookie and just crushing the whoops, crushing the whoops, unbelievable. Um, Savachi was good. JT six for Joey Savachi hung in there all night long. Good job. Really solid. Yeah. That was a great ride. Uh, we had kind of seen it coming a little bit. He had been building towards it, mm-hmm. but he little mistakes and not sealing the deal. But that that was a good ride. Uh, Barsha seventh again. The the only thing with Barsha that you really noticed was uh, um, the battle with with uh, oh yeah with Anderson. God, he's just I, – I made this comment a few times. Like, oh, you just woke the honey badger up. Like, he just yeah. lives for this. He thrives for this. Like, just please hit him. Please get him started. You know what I mean? Like, right? Because he's Give just kind of – Give me a reason to do it where it's not my fault. Yeah, he's just kind of riding around. He's, like, not really anything that great. He's just riding around, and all of a sudden contact, and it's on. It's just – it, life stops, and I will I will kill you now. Like, Have if, you ever seen uh, – have you ever seen Superbad? Yeah, of course. So when they're at the party, and the one guy – they're saying there's a fight, and the guy wakes up going. He says, "I wake up every day just praying that there's a fight." That that's where I feel like Barsha is right now in his career. He's just like, "Please let there be something for me to be aggressive, and it's not me starting it." Uh, that was great, though. Yeah. So uh, Barsha last year, 272 points. Barsha this year, 289. Your Honor, uptick. Your Honor, I propose yeah, he stepped up. Uh, Oh God! Stepped up. Okay, All right. I'm glad you looked. I was gonna look. I didn't have time to look at it today, but that was that was uh, shocking. Early in the season, he was way ahead on points last year. But mm-hmm. better with the gas gas, or maybe the neck brace. Taking the neck brace off. Right, the hips unlocked. The brace off. <laughs> yes. Um, AP eighth. My wife was at the race. <clears throat> She's not a big of a fan as she used to be. She likes Adam seen Cirillo. She likes Osborne. They're both hurt. Um, but she was like, man, they like this cowboy guy. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Plessinger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they like the cowboy guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's her takeaway from the race. She got oh, uh, she's that she, out of it now. She got eight riders, Weege. Eight, four, uh, No, no, no. Riders. Yeah. I said name ten guys. She got eight, and, and then the gate dropped. So she, to be fair to her, you know, maybe she would have got it with a couple more minutes. Well, this okay. was this was probably two minutes, and she was struggling to get past eight. It wasn't like she was rattling him off. No, 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 no. Like no. this, she yeah. was running She's, out of names quick. And then, she, then I, I, I bugged her about it later that night, and she said, well, "What do you want me to do when my favorite rider gets hurt all the time?" Oh, and I said, "Okay, all right." Well, I was, that was going to be my next question. Like, why has she fallen this far? But I don't, that's the answer, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's really good. I might put her on the uh, Pulp Show tomorrow night to get to the, to drill to the bottom of this. And she, she won't like that, but it'll be great. She left out several, oh. several key names. She got Dino. She got Chiz. 
A Ray. She got A Ray. She got Cade. She got Wait a minute. So she's she throwing those names Cade? in there. Absolutely she didn't not. get A Ray and Cade. Factory guys only. No, she got Tomac, Roxon, Webb, Marvin. Uh, she didn't get Sexton. She didn't know who the other no. Factory Honda guy was. She didn't get Plessinger. She didn't get Mookie. Cowboy guy. Yeah. She yeah. She got uh, Dino. She got Dino. She got Dino. Cowboy. Guy. I mean, it was like there were yeah, several yeah. factory guys. She left off. Yeah, it was. That's where I was like, not oh, a man. strong showing by my wife. No, not at all. Like I understand you leave the bear. Like you forget about the bear. You forget about Benny Bloss. Like I, I got it, no problem. But man, there was there were some easy ones. Like yep. Stu's little brother. Like come on, come on, Pook. You're better oh. than this. Nope, she's not. Um. All right. Uh. Tomac ninth, and he fell, and he was once again very uninspired. These two Salt Lake races. After he was so good last year, you know, obviously he was going for the title, but you know, you he really was good in the heat though. Oh, he, like, looked, he looked good in practice. He yeah, good I go- thought he was going to win the race. I really did. After the heat race, I'm like, oh man, he's he's going to win. Everybody else's minds yeah. are elsewhere, and he's going to go win. And then no. the start, the start bit him, and then the crash ended it, and that was it. I wonder, like, you look at those two DNFs at Loretta's. I mean, one of them wasn't really a DNF because he got ninth, right? We right ninth or eleventh. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did not finish either, but yes, yeah. he got points because yeah. last lap. They yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 uh, yeah. you know, I wonder. Like, you definitely saw his his motivation go down a little bit. Um, so um, he's just a guy. Well, I'm just wondering, like, how much of it? Like, okay, so is it just like he's like, I don't have a chance. You know what I mean? Well, so, I, I, I don't know. I mean, he's said, uh, ju- judge, your honor. I love uh, this. When do we get to the conclusion of, is he just a guy now? Um, I don't know if I have time to bring the files out and render two verdicts in one day. Okay. Just for uh, future reference. And, and to be fair, Steve has said, <clears throat> if Tomac doesn't revert to his winning ways this summer, then he's going to make a hard pivot on where he's at with Tomac. So I guess I, guess I answered my own question. There. I, I think it'd be very hard to say that he is not now just a guy. He's a guy. He's no longer the guy. All right. Too many guys. Too many guys. A lot of guy talk have, here. <laughs> yes. Too many guys have beaten him in the last, you know, 11 months or whatever to have that intimidation factor. We've got probably, what, yeah. 10 dudes that are like, you know what? Tomac was on me, and he didn't get me. Yep. That goes a long way. Well, I'll tell you where I come down on it is there was this – predominant feeling that if Tomac was anywhere near the lead past the halfway point, these guys are all screwed. Tomac's going to win. It was a foregone conclusion. That is not there anymore. That, that feeling has completely left the building. And that's really what it all is for me. It's not that Tomac can't win. It's not that he's not awesome. It's not any of that. It's just the aura of Eli Tomac being the default winner at all times. That was what we always felt like if Tomac doesn't screw it up, he'll win. Right. He just needs to get out of his own way. I don't believe that to be the case anymore. He needs to actually ride well. He needs to do things correctly. And things need to go his way at times for him to win now. I, I, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm in a complete mind meld with JT. Just fantastic points tonight. Great. Okay. It's good yep. to hear, Your Honor. <laughs> it's great. So, pissed. so you guys must play fucking golf uh, every Wednesday, apparently, <laughs> when, when I'm out there grinding out my cases. No. Oh, yeah. You two jer- doing all the zooms. You two jerk offs are golfing uh, and in cahoots with each other. Great, great to know. Doing all the zooms. Uh, is Get there a higher zooms. court than yours? Can I take this into a higher court? 
Oh, no, this is Supreme right here. Oh, okay. Supreme. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, I mean, I could take it to YouTube comments. You want to do that? Yeah, let's take the YouTube comments, please. <laughs> um, Dino, 11th, NC, 12th. I, I don't know where you guys want me to go with this. Bowers, 14. Cheers is back. Benny, 13. Yeah, good job for Benny. Um, Bowers is gate. good in the whoops. He hit the gate. I, I, I have a suspicion that was an OSE tactic. Like, oh. Just dumped the clutch on seven. Yeah. It's unconfirmed. Right. No, nah, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. And then Anstey hit the gate next to him, right? Uh, tickle. No, there was a Suzuki guy. Was hit. it Anstey? Yeah. Oh, maybe it was. Suzuki okay, guy. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Uh, chiz, chiz, tickle oh, crashed. I'm so pumped that Chiz ended the year yeah, chizzing. Yeah. Tickle crashed early, was way back, came to 16th. Uh, Kay Clayson had the ugliest rims in existence. Good job. He's for very Kay. excited about these rims. Oh, he's super stoked for me. He sent me photos again today about him. Oh, man. Uh, I think that's a hard miss. It's it's a terrible terrible take by him. I, I but I think he was getting money to run those rims. Um, I hope so. They, they, did they have to be that color? Uh, a Ray said they they match nothing on the bike. They look like puke. They didn't help your fitness in the main. Oh boy. And then Steve Clayson said I blame Steve. He shit on us for shuttling last year, and I never did this year, and my legs were burnt by the end of the main. A Ray said winners find winners. Winners find ways. Losers find excuses. Kate said, I'll take my 41 points, 10 mains, and be on my way. Thanks. Okay. That's, the, that's my conversation about the rims with these two Excellent. guys. That, all that from rims. Yep. <laughs> um, Starling was good. 17th. Good job for Starling. He um, rode really well in the LCQ. Yeah, he did. He rode really well. Joan Cross made it. We a, only saw the Starling we expected to see at the beginning of the year in like the last, like, what, five uh, races. Listen, if Starling, right? is, yeah, if Starling is Starling at the beginning of the year, my Pulp Mex fantasy scores look a whole lot better. That's for sure. Yeah, he, he was, should have been this good the whole time. I absolutely, don't know the he, no, he should have been a main event guy. You know, I mean, fourteen class, out of seventeen. De- yeah, the class definitely deteriorated a bit. Of course, it, yeah. But um, yeah. so you can't just say you know it should have been doing this at the first round. It was a lot. More I said fourteen out of seventeen. Round. He should have been in the main event. Eh, maybe, maybe. Uh, Joan Cross made his second career main event. Freddie Norn rode smooth and steady out there. So good job to all those guys. Um, and the points on the year. AP is probably the biggest surprise. Fifth, fifth overall for AP. Great job. We think he's going to KTM. Um, that's a really good job for AP for 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 a guy that we're all. Well, Jmart says he's going to take his ride because there's a 450 so what, uh, spot. So, do you, do you guys feel like the AP hype train died off a little bit the last few rounds because it was at an all time high, like leaving Daytona, we go into Arlington. He's just on fire. Then Atlanta won. I think he should have won the race. And then ever since that, it's just taken a step back. Just a tiny bit. Just a little bit. But it it wasn't where it was. I, I felt like he was going to win at any time in a, you know, after Atlanta won. And then it just just slowed down a little bit. He was still good in Atlanta. But Salt Lake wasn't near as good. So maybe was well, it the bike? Was it him? <laughs> was it the contract was signed? It wasn't the now? bike. He doesn't have to send it. wasn't the bike. I, I know, like Steve, you get paid by Blue Crew. I got, I got it. But okay. I'm just posing a question. Listen, Your Honor. I, I agree. Again, I agree with JT. <laughs> Here we go. But it is amazing. It is amazing. Anderson and Plessinger had like this three quarters of the way through the season surge, right? Yep. And it is going to coincide with them, I'm sure, getting you know multiple offers and bids from different teams and probably making money. In the results, it never really even showed. Like they didn't, neither of them won, even though it looked at one point they were both, or one of them at least was a shoe in. Oh, one of these guys will win for sure. It didn't even happen. 
And then the end of the year ended up being not so good. But it was like this surge that would result in both guys being prized free agents. If if I told you guys, okay, so if I told you guys there's three riders, right? Uh, three riders that you could talk about when it comes to this to this series. Uh, one of them has a win, and one of them has um, – uh, hold on. My bad. This is terrible radio. Okay, so one of them has a win, and one of them has uh, 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 two podiums. The other one has one podium. And the other one has uh, a win and three other podiums. Who do you take? I don't know what you asked me. I know. It didn't that, make any fucking sense. You're, listen, you're, well, my, my point is, Your Honor, is that Marvin Muscan won a race and was on the box more than the other two guys combined and got ninth oh, in the points. That's Kellen Brower's music right there. I'm just saying. I'm just that saying. Kellen Brower's music. Well, I, I, I did. I mean, look, I was thinking about this. They, I think, even went last week when Marv crossed the line. At one point, Plessinger were like rode by, just as, as they were naturally filing off the track. Mm-hmm. Like we know this worked. Like KTM wanted Plessinger badly. That's essentially Marvin's spot. I think KTM might bring Marv back, like at yes. a reduced salary. He has an offer, yes. Yeah, which is cool, and all teams should do that. They should be loyal to each other. I love it. But there's no doubt that it was like a month ago. It was like we got to get this Plessinger kid. He's unreal. And Marv, hey, we'll give you a sympathy paycheck. Yeah. So. Yeah. When Marv won that race, which Plessinger was not able to do, I mean, Marv's the nicest guy ever. Maybe he doesn't have these thoughts, but he should be thinking, is he that good or, hey, hello? His cats will have that thought. Okay. In my opinion, I don't think anything changes other than Marv maybe adds 100, 200, 300 grand to his paycheck, right? And and that's, that's worth putting in that effort for because if you really paid attention, like if you're watching social media and all these things that we all do, most everybody was... Lucasol Pro Motocross is coming, right? And that's what's on most of these guys' minds. Not Mark. He's not in the points. He has really nothing to go out there for other than leverage in his contract. And he was just hammering Supercross motos this week. So to me, that was really the proof right there. It's like he saw the opportunity. He knows he, he has a chance to improve his case with Red Bull KTM to get more money. And I think he did that. If you go one, two at the final two rounds, what else can you oh, yeah. really do besides that? He he, and he, in KTM. he he outperformed. Ahead, he, well, he just outperformed yeah. those other guys. I think if you look at by the end of the year now, you know right. he, he just outperformed. He outperformed Anderson. Yeah. He finished six points back. He missed two races. He got a win and and three other podiums. Like he just outperformed Anderson. He had a horrible start to the series. Well, he I podium mean, round one. He round podium well, round one. But yeah. okay, yeah, you're right. But I don't know if he outperformed Anderson. Where it was a mess. You don't know if he outperformed Anderson. I feel like there were points in the series where one guy was better than the other and vice versa. Well, of course, but at the overall, who 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 was better? I feel like it's pretty – I mean, the win, the win maybe well, what gives I, it What happened with this work with speed you two always used to yell and scream about? We can work with speed. We can work with speed. Yeah, yeah there were races had a lot Anderson of speed. was better than Marv. He there was were. fastest in all three practices at, like, yeah, but a week ago. Marv won. Yeah. Marv won the damn I understand. Thing. I just said I feel like the, the win tilts the favor to Marv. But Anderson, all we were talking about – a week or two ago was Anderson was going to win. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. We can't just discount that because yeah, Anderson exactly. got elevation sickness. Um, you, in, in KTM's defense on this, the reason that Plessinger is high on higher on their list than Marv is, KTM's one thing that they still cannot figure out, they've conquered every single aspect of motorcycle racing around the world, paved, unpaved, dirt, whatever, dude. But they cannot get 250 riders developed. They cannot figure this out. So they end up getting in this scary spot where 
Luckily, Cooper Webb was on the free agent market that bailed them out there, right? Luckily, they were able to get Ryan Dungey because Ryan Dungey was already DeCoster's guy. Bailed him out there. They're, the, the, the opening that they have is they keep not bringing up the next guy. So I'm sure they're like, hey, we're looking at this when Webb is retired. Who's going to be our guy? And obviously, Marv's much older than Webb. That's not going to be the solution. That's, why, that's what makes Plessinger so appealing to them because they keep not feeding young guys out of the 250. So they got to take young 450 guys. You just blame Tyler Keith? Uh, dude, you know what's actually pretty funny? We were running through when I was hanging out at Flat Track with uh, Mario from Red Bull. So they've been affiliated with this for the longest time. Dude, KTM, somebody needs to write a book on the history of KTM's amateur program. It is. The, yeah, it's all over the map. It's, yeah, it's good now. They got like Nathan Ramsey, who everybody respects, and Nate, Nate, Nate Dog's awesome. But there have been some crazy things through the years of stops and starts, and now we're doing this. And then Swerve and Merv. Things. Swerve and Merv. Oh, yeah. The Anstey's being involved was a big part of that. How do you think that they feel about the Thrasher situation? Yeah, I, I still feel like the Barsha deal is a win. I think that was great for Gas Gas and, and Barsha himself, but uh, that's the point. Like, I have some, another... I have some, more, I have some words about Thrasher yeah. in a little bit here. Oh, oh I'm sure I you can't do. wait. Okay. I'm just saying KTM's one vulnerability is they are not seeding riders like, say, Sexton or Cincerulo or Ferranda no. style that yeah. the other brands are. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. they, and that's, that's my point is they had Thrasher. They had him. Like, they he, did. He's in the program. And then he not, leaves, and then he breaks yeah. out and wins two races. Not only it's did like, they oh, have him in the program, JT, there was a press release saying he's, he's going to be at Millville. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay. You know, there's a yeah. press release saying, watch out for Millville. Nate Thrasher will be turning pro. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, so yeah. that's. Uh, so they have to get Plessinger. That's my point. They have no other option. They have to get someone younger than Webb, well, and it's not happening listen, any other way. I love Lone Wolf. He's awesome. But I don't know if his kid's – Talent? Yeah. I don't know if his kid's the answer. Like, I don't understand that whole move. I still don't understand that move. So the uh, jury... The that ju- one's just too early to judge. Like, that's no, no, no. I know. Okay. Yeah. I know. But, okay. but yeah. you're putting this kid on a factory team now, and, yeah. I mean, you got to give him three years. I think they got to give him three, you know. Yeah. But, but I mean, where, where is this going, right? Like, I, I didn't see much early on uh, from, from Max. Some, some, some shiny moments, but I, I still... I wonder if, you know, this is too much too soon for a kid. We'll see. Talon, Talon well, it's knows definitely, the game, It can't be like, we're fine. When Webb retires, we've got Voland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not stamp it. Right. I don't think – they don't They don't believe that, though. I don't, no. I don't feel. No. Yeah. That's why you got to get Plessinger. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. That's the 450 class, and uh, and we just bullshit ruling. Thanks to uh, Fly Racing and flyracing.com. Please check it out. The 22, 21 and a half kinetic is all gone, JT, huh? I mean – It's can... not all gone. Okay. It's not all gone. All right. But well. – it's it's selling at a pace that I did not honestly believe possible. And that, that's as genuine of a statement as I can make. I did not believe possible. All right. So check that out. Uh, see if you can get your size and your color that you want from those guys. The Formula Helmet has Rion technology. Uh, great, great stuff. I love the helmet. Super safe, quiet, lightweight, all of that. Um, and Justin Brayton wearing fly racing out, out there. Whenever he rides next, he will be in fly. Uh, so thanks he was for- a little busy over the weekend. He was delivering his own baby. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't even know how you do that. He's like, oh, the midwife was busy or whatever his caption was. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's her. That's what What can you be busy doing? Like, that's all there is. That's your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you I dinner, ca- dinner plans. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know I took you through this thing for the last six months, but I, I, I got the movies tonight. Justin you know. Brayton and his wife. Yes, they delivered a child at home by themselves. No help. Unbelievable. Just JB and Paige. Perfect 10. Is there anything he can't do? Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing he can't do, Weege. How does he cut the umbilical cord? That was my question to my wife. 
how does that happen? Do you just grab an exacto knife? What do you What do you do? Oh gosh, it's your third kid. He, he he's you know he soaks it up like a sponge, man. He's very experienced. Probably studied okay. the previous two. Thanks to the folks at Renthal, of course, Maxis Tires, Motorsport.com, Cobalinks, all on board with us. Of course, the guys at Motorsport.com, whether you uh, race on the track, ride on the trail, have a UTV, an ATV, they got OEM parts, they got aftermarket parts. Their dedicated team of gearheads uh, have the knowledge and expertise to help keep your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too. Motorsport.com, go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com and help us out if you're going to make a, a purchase on there. Free shipping for anything over like 79 bucks, so it's a fantastic service. Uh, and uh, again, they have OEM and everything from the aftermarket guys, including Fly, including Co- Cobalinks, and including Renthal, including Maxis. Also, I want to thank the folks at Cobalinks as well. Uh, designed up there in uh, Boise, Idaho, something that JT knows a little bit about. Uh, like the first link, each one is CNC in Idaho for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. Increase your plushness, improve your cornering, gain confidence by having a lower center of gravity. They make lowering suspension links for everything from Aprilia to Yamaha. Use about trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tours everywhere. The best part of this deal is 15% off any link and free shipping by using the code PULPAMEX on Cobalinks.com. K-O-U-B-A links.com. Built in Boise, ridden and raced everywhere. Also, thanks to the folks at Arma. PULPAMEX20 is the code to save with Arma. Uh, blitz yourself up with some hydration stuff or get some fire. If you want some a uh, little bit of caffeine hit, uh, you can mix those together, which is something that I do. And uh, Donovan Way using Arma to get third place in the KJSC this weekend. Uh, so thanks to the uh, Arma guys. PulpMX20 is the code to say with Arma. And uh, help it out, man. A lot of racers use it. Adam Cincerillo, part owner. Chad Reed, part owner. Nick Way, all these guys. So it really works well. And we each, uh, if I'm lost out in the woods in Salt Lake City mountain biking, what do I use? No, wait. Weej, wait. What? I have a, I have a, wait. Okay. What? So I'm in the press box okay. before the night show. And I hear a voice. It's a voice from above. It's a wow. heavenly voice. It's Jeremy McGrath. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Hansel. It was not Hansel. Hansel was being weird again, though. He never moved all day. I don't <laughs> I don't know if he went to the bathroom or anything. He didn't speak. He, he spoke very little, and he barely moved. <clears throat> he Hansel's backpack, Aaron Hansel from Racer X, the backpack is so well done. He spends months preparing his backpack. To take a stand in that press box I, and not off the lead. I think he had something to urinate in too, or maybe yeah, he did. Yeah, or, or maybe he uh, he urinated and it, it had that funnel thing where now you can drink it because you filter everything out. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> so I hear this voice from above, and it's a, it's an angel, and it's Jeremy McGrath, and he's behind us in the press box doing Supercross Live, right? So Pookie wants a photo with him, and she got a photo with Bradshaw, and she got a photo with Fro. So it was a big night for her. She's wow. stuck back in the 90s, obviously, yeah, clearly, right? Yeah. So I'm getting to this. Spare, stay with me here. So McGrath comes out. I go over there. I talk to him a little bit. I said, hey, can, can I get a photo with my wife? Again, she has like three or four photos with him, but whatever. Uh, she wants a, a, a current one. So we're talking about mountain biking, and we were maybe supposed to go this morning. It didn't work out. He whips out his phone to show me this trail he rode the other day, and he, was, he had Onyx Maps. No way. He had Onyx Maps. The king. The uses king. Onyx Maps. Wow. Max's tires on X Maps. Yep. Wow. It's a king. Unbelievable. Oh, what more do I need to say? So apparently, Jeremy McGrath knows where to go with the number one off road GPS app. 400 plus thousand miles of trails and roads, open dates, public lands. Zoom in to find trails and off roading areas in all 50 states, including public lands like national parks, BLM, and national forests. And you can save the maps offline so you can still use them when your phone doesn't have service. And apparently used by the king. Now we're probably going to get yelled at and say that was not a paid endorsement by the king, but we're 
using it. I, I don't care, man. He booked out his phone to show me the trails, and he had Onyx Maps. I was like, oh, my That's God. Like, this, this works. This works. I said, yeah. I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, Onyx Maps. We, you know, uh, so, yeah. Good times. We're going to get you uh, – we got to get you hooked up with Onyx Maps for all your mountain biking. JT will be very upset. I used, the, I used another um, company, but I would use Onyx, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll get you hooked up. JT's going to be mad. No, I'm good. Feels your I'm good. I, I, my only point with Steve is that I think he could accomplish anything. He could cure cancer if he would put as much effort into that as he does mountain biking. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry for trying to get in fitness. I'm sorry no, for trying to I, gain some I fitness. It's not a bad thing. I'm only saying that your dedication is very impressive. Well, if you had my life, JT, you'd need something to take yourself away from it also. If you had the the the, what? the horrors of my life day in yeah. and day out. Yeah, you're roughing it. Thank you. Okay, uh, two fifty shootout time, man. These are fun, JT. These are so good. Like you're sitting there on the line, and, and the gate drops, and you're just like, ah, oh, God. Like, look at that dude. Look at that guy. Where's that? Like, these are awesome. I wish there was more of them. We at one time we did have more, but uh, they, yeah. th- these are great. You know, the only the only thing missing for me was that we needed more championship drama. I, I agree with your premise. You're you're right, but I think the fact that. Nichols and Cooper just had to roll around, took a little bit of the air out of it. Um, it, it could have been all time if, if there was, if it was tight, you know, if Christian Craig was still in this thing and it had gone, really, it gotten really close or if McAdoo was able to stay super close. And even if, you know, it was, it was super tight between all three of them. There was like four points between the top three in the West series at one point. It just, uh, the air got sucked out of a little bit of that, but man, it's still great. These guys are just absolutely have no, concern or caution for their own well-being none whatsoever 16 laps led for Nichols uh Weege, and then the jet comes up jet not feeling well I guess is the word on the street going in but uh he made it happen Hunter third place uh catching McAdoo after a crash really impressive by Hunter Lawrence um so yeah good job the shootout was cool it was, it was interesting there was a significant amount of money on the line for that pass as well well not we really sure we cover that not really because mean? it was one point no, they were tied. No, Hunter was two up. He was not. Yeah, he was. Hunter no, was two was. up coming in. No, I'm, but in the race, when McAdoo was ahead of him, they were tied. Oh. Hunter had to pass him to get his bonus. That That's why he was going bonkers the last two laps to pass uh, Wackers. What do you think? I'm we- here for the Wackers, Lawrence Brothers thing. It's just It's just phenomenal. We already know how Hunter feels about they. First of all, they invented the Wackers nickname, so thank you, Lawrence Brothers, for that. It's been glorious. Then well, we then, know how Hunter feels about Wackers from the previous yep. race in Atlanta, and then the heat race. JT, remember you had that heat race once where you were not doubling this very common rhythm, and Josh Grant could not figure it out. Tripling in, I needed to triple in, and I was like, "Nope, okay. I'll find another way." Yeah, like it, double, it, triple, double, or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was at Salt Lake, too. It was at Salt Lake. Oh, at Salt Lake. Yeah. At the stadium. Okay, I feel like there is an infant JT level when McAdoo is in the lead. In that heat race, the heat race was just the dudes couldn't figure out what to do with the guy. Like, Swole I think they're terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Swole's like, I don't know what to do. And Hunter's like, I don't know what to do. And I think Hunter's angry about it. It's brilliant. And then he ends up winning the race because of that because they just don't know what to do because he's ping-ponging back and forth. So the Lawrence brothers and Wackers, man, I'm here for it. I know they hate them. So that's too bad that the Lawrences keep having to deal with Wackers. But it is exciting to watch. And then the script that it comes down to the last 
lap of the season where Hunter's got to pass that guy to get paid. Unbelievable. It's great. Yeah, I, I tweeted this. He's my favorite rider ever. He may be my favorite rider ever. He, he's everywhere. <laughs> he's all over the place. His feet are off. He's slamming dudes. He's sending it. God. He's just, it's amazing. There's just no way he makes 24 motos, though. Like, he he, he can't do this no, for 24 not motos. not doing it like this. No, no, he, he can't. It's not possible. But for now, I just worry, I let's worry soak it in. I hurt, like, badly. That's that's all. Like, I, I he's he's such a nice kid, right? And we're all cheering for him because of that. I, I know I am personally. But I it scares me a little bit. You can't You can't ride this on the edge all the time. He's had some huge get-offs already. In my opinion, he was very fortunate to not get injured. He's, he's amazing. Oh, that's everybody's opinion, JT. That is. Yeah, I know. I, I just, oh, you agree with that one too, Weech? <laughs> yes, I do agree. You agree with that one he too? He got lucky okay, to land yeah, up. Great. All right. I agree. Awesome. A few times. Um, so good job for Jet and Hunter. Uh, Nichols and Cooper won the championships. They were, I mean, you know, you could flip a coin with Nichols or Craig uh, before Christian's injury. And I think we all said, the, th- the, the, the three of us said, Justin Cooper's the best guy in this class and he'll figure it out. And he did. He ripped off some wins near the end. So I think, you know, the, the, seeing both of these guys win was not surprising. Right. So star Yamaha captures both coasts. Good job. I was, in, I was impressed with Nichols effort. I, I, he, he went for it much more than I thought he would. So I, I like that. Um, me personally, if I inject myself into this, I would have been much more the Justin Cooper approach, but I can respect Nichols going for it there. How much of that is just to start, though? If if Cooper hole shots and Nichols starts eighth, does that change the whole see, dynamic? I didn't see any attempts by Justin Cooper to try to move forward, like at all. That's, that's yeah, but really I'm wondering if, if Nichols starts eighth, if he takes the same tact of like, well, what's the point here? Uh, I, anything I do, I'm just going to get into battles, so I'm just going to chill. But hey, if you get a hole think, shot, it's like, yeah, I might as well try to just run I, my deal and try to win. But I also think some of that is how hard are you going for the hole shot, too? I mean, oh. you could have easily been Michael Mosman and been flipping through the first turn, you know, if you send yeah, it true. in there like that. So, yeah. Well, just like we said all along. The, I agree uh, with JT. Yeah. <laughs> the East Coast riders go one, two, you know, which we knew. East was stronger all year long. We knew that. <laughs> yes. One uh, of the strongest ever. Oh, actually. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I lost my Good bet. Good Colt, though. Like, we don't mean yeah. – when we have these coasts that we make fun of the lack we, – we, we're making fun of the, the back end of the field is like, Wow. The no. champion is always good. Yeah, we. You know? There yeah. was talk. I mean, there was talk in the pits. I remember talking to somebody that said the two best 250 Supercross riders right now are Colt and Craig, and then everybody on the West is lined up after them. You know what I mean? I, I would. I, I would agree with and that. And I didn't have a comeback. I didn't have yeah, much of a comeback. Yeah, yeah. Experience and speed right. and all that. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't and then you throw in Jet. What about Jet? Yeah, throw in Jet. Maybe the three maybe best the three guys. Best. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, the, the top end of that is pretty good. I had a bet with Dan yeah. Truman that the LCQ would be all West Coast guys, and that was a chaotic LCQ. Can we talk about that LCQ for a second? Oh, my God. Like, nobody <laughs> wanted it. Nobody wanted to do anything. And at one point, Peters was near the back, and he was – dude, he would have made it, except he crashed again. You know, like, you're just like, wow, Subs. Do you want to talk about John Short at all? I do not. Okay. I do not. That was bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, crazy LCQ, though. And it, it, I will then. Steve is just hammering me and peppering me about me not willing to pick John Short for Pulpamex Fantasy. Well, and Dan Truman was on my side, too. Yep, but you, but Dan was not hammering me about John Short. You were, and, and this is you know normal. I know this is not shocking information. But you were so all in. And, and John did look really good in practice. He did. 
but you had to – I mean, it just didn't go well for John goes from 12th to, to, to 8th in the heat in like a lap and a half, and then he washes out, which, uh, you know, I mean, it's a rookie mistake by a veteran guy that doesn't make those type of mistakes. So our speed was there. You know. Point but, being, yes. Steve is just berating me about my – my unwillingness to pick John Short, and then he is just and then, crushed and then John, by John well, Short's difficulties. John crushes himself in the whoops. He did. Yeah. If I honestly think, though, I don't know how injured he was. Maybe he was hurt in the in the LCQ. But man, he had like every. It was. It seemed like the door was being opened over and over. Like yes. I don't know how many more crashes you could want to get in, and it still didn't work out. Um, March Banks rode really well to get eleventh. He was way back. He was fast. Yeah, his times were good. Yep. Um, he went down first turn. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah with Mosman. Mosman. Mosman came up to 15th. Went down again, though, too. Mosman crashed twice in the main. Um, oh, by the way, too, yeah, uh, it's 450 class. Oh, I mentioned A-Ray just went slowly in the mechanics area, like twice, just behind the mechanics, and then when he pulled back out. Yep. It was like, a st- like, like A-Ray thought he got a stop-and-go penalty with Weege. I, I mean, there is nothing you could tell me. If I don't go to the race, you should. <laughs> we should do this. You should give me two things. Of A Ray and say, this did or did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> one's true and one's false. Right. But what I know. Right. And it could be almost anything. And you. It yeah. could be. Yeah. It could yeah. be anything. He right. went backwards down the star straight <laughs> and rode back over the steel grates during the race. His, his, uh, okay. his muffler flew off and hit a spectator. Killed him. Yeah. Killed a spectator. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Do you, don't you guys feel like Mosman let one get away there? Oh yeah, his heat was amazing. He. I, I think, and that's two weeks in a row, really, where. Yep. Everything was set up. I feel like the speed was there, and he just couldn't. He couldn't execute. He couldn't get it done. Um, and, and whatever, that's a, that's on him to sort out or deal with. But I just wins are difficult to come by anytime. And I felt like he could have got two in a row there and, and wasn't able to. I'm sure he's thinking that. He uh, agrees with you, JT. Jesus. <laughs> you. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Nuclear Blast Yamaha team, which has done a fantastic. Who who does their social? Does anyone know? Oh yeah. I know. Well, they do an excellent job mm-hmm. of taking the soul-crushing heartbreak that Wageman delivers for fantasy every week and owning it and turning into like branding for the team. Yeah, yeah. Is it, would it surprise you to know that the gentleman that runs it is a Canadian guy? <laughs> you? No. <laughs> but I mean, is it Goldie? <laughs> no, not be Goldie. Are, <laughs> they are clearly aware. They are clearly aware that people are watching their team for fantasy purposes. And when it goes terribly, they point that out, how <laughs> we screwed your fantasy team over. And I'm like, what a brilliant way for people to always remember this team. Uh, Weege, I have a nickname for Seth Hammaker. It is now his name now, the Seth the Hammer Hammaker. You're welcome. Wow. You're welcome. He would not let this go. He would not let this go on Saturday, Weege. It's not as good as Nate. The Thrasher? No, it's not. Not not quite as good as that. Uh, speaking of Nate, the Thrasher, oh, gentlemen. No. Oops, sorry. No, listen, we, we got to run. We can't – I'm not going to turn this into, you know, yelling and screaming. But So Thrasher didn't ride uh, the, the shootout because he didn't want to get the number of points that he needs, 135 points, to, uh, to, L, to X out of uh, his first year of eligibility. So that's where we're at, everybody. That's We now have guys – with two race wins that are diving, taking dives. That's where we're at. We have we have guys taking dives at Loretta to stay in the B class. We have guys taking dives. There's you need three years of 135 points. Three years. 
anything can happen in this sport, as we know. Injuries are, you know, 50% attrition rate to, to, to make it through a series, probably, if you were to look at everybody in the history of the sport. And, uh, but nope, year one, he takes a dive so that he can race, continue to race to be super cross. Even though he's got two wins, I would love to see him in this shootout. Yep. That's, that's great. Yeah, that class is great, everybody. Everything's working well over there in 250 Supercross. Just fantastic. It, it's, it's, it's just another shit show where sponsors are paying Star Yamaha to put on a put field the best team, but they're not, and they don't care. And the fans are robbed by seeing this kid, and the kid is robbed by racing against a, racing a shootout probably that, that he really wants to race with. But that's where we're at. That's, uh, yep. So I, I feel like you're, you're making a, a mountain out of a molehill here. We... Well, I don't know. Have we ever seen a guy take a dive in year one? I don't know. I just don't. Who, okay. who cares? Like, so what? He didn't ride one race. But So what? So now, okay, so Weege, again, on the Moto 60 show, we talked about this on Thursday. Now we're going to have guys. Weege, bring up your theory on what's going to happen now. This is how this was perfect. Well, yeah, he had the perfect season. To win two races and have the other ones not be that good is the perfect scenario. So that's now what people are going to be aiming for. I'm... I am still not convinced that McAdoo getting back in the race after a red flag, although we all agree, I agree with JT, that should be the rule. You cause a red flag, you should be out. Yeah. Okay, that should be the rule, but it is not, and now people are like, now everyone knows that you can just fake it and get back on the line. I, I'm still not buying that you're going to see someone do that. But this roadmap that they just put forward, I can easily see people saying, this is great, this is great. First couple races when you turn pro or whatever, be like, yeah, get tenth. That's great. Maybe it'll help you get eligibility. Just have two good races. Yep. Yeah, that's where we're at. But, we're just, that's, but who cares? Like, so you're gonna you're gonna hammer him about wanting to stick around the two fifty class, but then you want Troll Train to never move up either. So I don't I don't know where you. Thrasher has won double the amount of career two fifty supercross races that Troll Train has. This rule isn't for a Troll Train or a Jimmy Dakotas. Those guys are fine. It's for guys like Thrasher. Who, who just won two races and took a dive to stay down. Like He's a rookie. Like, it's fine. So it's what? not fine. It Nothing is fine. is fine. It's fine for me. It's fine for me. <laughs> I'm just – it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. <laughs> and, again, look, the team's gaming the system. I get it. It happens in sports, too, like with, with baseball. I get it. They're gaming the system. But just goes to show you these things got to be changed, man. The AMA's got to take a hard look at this class and change these damn rules. I can understand the only you're not wrong. Okay, I, I understand the point you're making. The only other thing I'll add, and then I'll shut up, is that if he had gone and raced this weekend and gotten points, and that would have been one years or one of his years, two years from now he's got to move up. That's pr- it, no, no, he, he doesn't good. have to move up. What are the chances he has two more years of I, 135 listen, points? Pretty good. If really, you're, if you're pretty good. I mean, he was going to do it in his rookie year. So. Weege, how many guys? In, the, in this column that you just did online, how many guys are actually pointing out these days? Actually doing it? The problem is they just saw this staring them in the face. They just almost found out that Nichols could not come back to defend last year or next year uh, because no one could figure the rule out. And that is a major line in the sand. That at some point, I don't even know what year, Nichols having gotten 135 points like five years ago Do- or not. Do we have made a dramatic difference? So I think they just saw, like, dude, don't mess with this. Do we have five guys that have pointed out in the last five years? Has there has there been five guys? It's it, it's not just pointing out; it's winning titles and having scored this many. Points. Well, but Thrasher wasn't going to win the title, so that that point didn't matter. No, but the the he could. If you have four years over and you win a title, then you're out. 
So I think that's yeah, your fear. Like, but my point is, is he's not gonna with the attrition rate in this sport. Like, you can't in year one be like, oh, you're gonna score 135 four, three years in a row from now. Like, like Christian Craig has been trying his ass off every single season and hasn't done it for nine years. Yes, but if, you, but if all you have to do, rare, rare. You have it's to very to rare this weekend. But all you have to do is sit out this weekend and just eliminate that possibility. That seems yeah. like a, a pretty well, good answer. It's it's a joke. It's a joke. Joke joke class. Joke, seem, joke national points. very upset over something. That's joke not national points, joke class. I, everyone should rot around next year, first round with red wigs on and red noses. You see what you did, Weech? You, saw, you, you, see, you it, gave, him the ju- gave me the judgment, and you've sent him into some No, it, it, it's, 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 just, it's just ridiculous. National points, taking dives, ridiculous. The whole class is clown show. It's, it's, it, it's everything that it wasn't supposed to be when it started. Was never supposed to be like this that when was it started. Thirty years ago. Well, okay, but whatever. It's never adapted to the times. It's never changed. It's never become anywhere near what it's supposed to be, or it was intended to be. And and here we are, guys missing races in year one. That's where we're at. I agree with JT. Yeah, shocking, shocking. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is. Great, and and give him national points while you're at it, though, for sure. Do that while you're at it, and pay him. That, qu- one, that one's dumb. Pay him a quarter million dollars. Yeah, paying him is fine. Yeah. Okay, why would you, I mean? Paying paying guys to race motorcycles and win races in a two fifty class is it, it's not easy. He Those literally he literally did got paid to not race this weekend. Did not race and got paid. JT, you got paid and you didn't race. Okay, great comeback. Well, you put you you put baby in a corner. What do you want? It, it, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> the whole thing is stupid. It's ridiculous, and the AMA will do nothing about it, and will continue to yell and scream about it. Thank God, thank God, there are heroes. Like Marty Davalos, who pointed out. When you out, stay home and, don't, oh, and you God. tweet from the couch, <laughs> you're getting paid. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. I, 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 just, wanted to get, I just wanted to work Marty into this pod, so that's, that's why I brought that up. But Yes. Marty is the poster child for just move out, man. Just move out just of that class. Get in and get out. It, yep. 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 It doesn't matter. And two years uh, later, what I found out quit. is I believe last year, McElrath, would have been the ultra, 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 ultra rare circumstance where McArath would not have been allowed to come back and defend because he had both gone over 135 four times and would have won the title at the same time. But that is super rare, such as Colt Nichols, who's been a really good rider for a long time, and even he has not done that yet. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't be like, year one, we got to take a dive because, good God, we have guys who have been trying their asses off to get tons of points and win races and who can't point out of this thing. But I think yeah. he can, though. Like, it was pretty easy, and it didn't seem to affect anything. You know, I'd rather have Shane McArath, who was battling this horrific back injury, sit out the series. But yet, Race Daytona. thing is real, because but, he hasn't raced. But anymore. Race Daytona on a 350. <laughs> you know, but have this horrific back injury where he cannot compete. So, I don't know, man. I, I just, I think it's, I think it's a shitty look. And, and I think if you're monster. I think you're the only one looking. Well, that's fine. You know, I was the only one looking for nets, too. And look how many lives I saved. Oh, boy. Thank you. I'll take a bow now. See what you, you did, Weech? Thank you. He's got a great nickname, though. The. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, all right. Anything else about the shootout? We're on no, I, 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 it's called a showdown, and I don't want anything to do with it at this point. Okay. All right. Weech, anything else? No, we're good. JT, leave on top. Well, hold on. Steve, Steve is very angry now, and I'm. I'm, I'm not angry. I'm fine. Scared of where this is going. I'm fine. I'm just like no other no other media guys. You guys just walk around. And, Nobody like actually looks around and be like, wait a minute. 
one of the rising stars of the sport who won two races is not racing. Why? Because of the rules. Yeah, I got other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's fine. That but th- this is the fine. stuff that I think about where I'm like, wait a minute. How is this good for the sport? How is this good for the kid? It's not. God, you know what would be awesome? What if Thrasher comes out and thrashes it at the opener for Lucas Oil Pro Motocross? Get your tickets now. ProMotocross.com. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if he comes out and just dominates the opener and is like, team gave me an extra week to prepare. Yep, got that extra time. Right, in. right, yeah, yeah. Really paid off. Hey, honestly, I was thinking about this on my drive back down here. The, the, we're going to do our motocross preview shows, right, Weech, at some point here? We're doing some? Yeah, we'll do them Zoom style. Like okay, we'll get there year. when it's time. But, yeah. dude, I almost think Hunter might be the favorite now. I know there's a number six guy. I know. And there's Troll Train. I get it. But, dude, the way Hunter's trending two years ago, winning motos, I, I don't know. I need to think about it some more. That's my initial semi-hot take while I was driving back home. Thought about Just t- no slouch either. No, it was pretty good last year. Yeah, it was pretty good. But um, I gotta say, by the way, uh, we've mentioned this a thousand times. We're gonna make it a thousand and one. I mean, Hunter was right there battling Jet in that main, and then he went down because he's trying to make a pass to stay with his brother. But look, everyone was trying to be nice. Hunter's a nice kid. But if you would ask anybody, hey, you think when they race head to head in the Supercross race, they'll just be running about the same speed? Would anyone have said no? Yeah. No, Hunter was bad last year. Right, like he is like. Jet was not walking away from him. He's right there with him. That's why I'm saying, like, we're all running around talking about Jamar, and I get it. He's a two-time champion. That's a long time ago now. And we got guys like Hunter coming up. And we and just he don't was know great what. last year. Like, it's not like it was two-time. You're saying two-time champion. That was a long time ago. Like, he was great last year. I know. Another injury, though. But I just don't know if he's truly going to be 100%. Another injury. Some, yeah. I, I, only, I, worry about, I worry about Hunter's consistency. That's, right. that's my question. I just – you know, whether it's an injury or a crash, he just hasn't been able to put it really all together. So, Oh, um, oh by the way. Uh, we do it. Okay. Go cool. ahead. Well, uh, we I want to. S- okay. No, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I agree with JT. All right. Osby, uh, I went mountain bike with Osby. He had a bad wrist. He was really, he had a big, talk about bonuses. He had a nice bonus for fifth overall, top five overall. And uh, he got sixth. And uh, it was oh. the last two races really did him in because of his wrist. So, oh. poor Osby. I like Osby. I don't know. Why does Phil and Brayton. Make fun of him so much. I like Osby. I mean, is there someone Phil doesn't make fun of? Yeah, that's a good point, I guess. I don't. It, it, it might be a sign of love, actually. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we can't say what, what what Phil calls him on the show, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, right. no, no, we can't tell you the Phil nickname. Right. Um, <laughs> and also, I met uh, Verizzi and his dad at um, at the Scott thing on Friday night, and uh, his dad was a big big listener, so that's cool. Shout out to – Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, shout out to Verizzi for seventh uh, seventh overall. Really good showing for him. Yeah. So. Hey, f- speaking of Phil, Phil is super much a coop guy and now a Colt guy. So I watched the main with Phil last week. Well, he hated, he big- hated Colt because of the earring, but then he met him. Yes. Right. Yes, and now he's a huge fan. Right. So – we watched last week, and then it looks good for Colt and Coop to lock up the title here. And he's like, man, I should go out there f- for the to the celebration. And he wants Racer X to pay for it. Of course, we would not. <laughs> shouldn't Phil, as a friend of these guys, shouldn't Phil have gone? Why, well, Rarick was there, and I guarantee you Rarick paid for his ticket. Yeah, Rarick does not have to go to the races. No. Like, that's not paid for. No. Yeah. I, I think Phil should have gone. Phil's being cheap. Phil, Phil is cheap on a level like you. I mean, he isn't bad. So, dude, that's YOLO. Hey, I did some stuff on Friday. 
uh, I, I was I understand sometimes you only live once. Got to be there for those moments. I agree. JT would have been yeah. there if it was Chad Reed. Oh, without question. Right. Yeah, I would have. Right. Whatever it took. Greyhound bus drive fly whatever. Yeah. Um, thanks yeah. to the folks at Fly Racing, of course. Uh, Renthal, Maxis, Cobalinks, uh, Motorsport.com, Onyx Maps, and Arma. Uh, Weege. So flat tracking quickly. Let's. Uh, oh yeah. AFT racing in Georgia Speedway. Atlanta Motor Speedway. Okay. Surprised you still don't know the name Sorry. since you were there three times. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Uh, it was a live-ish show, so to explain how this works, they've never had a live TV show for Flat Track, but they do have it, similar to Peacock, it's called Track Pass. NBC Sports Gold, still around, who knew? Um, so they have live, you can watch on the internet, so they're kind of integrating that into a TV show, see if they could do a live TV show, but just to make sure it worked, it's actually on right now, I think it's coming on in 10 minutes, Sunday night. But we recorded it last night, and then to further complicate things, we recorded it in Charlotte, in the NASCAR studios. Not at the track. Um, so there's a lot of new things that are new and a lot of moving parts. So to make sure that the skids were greased and that this all worked, we were bringing in Brian Smith, great guy, former champion of the series, to be analyst because they couldn't use anyone that's at the track because we weren't at the track. But they're like, man, Brian's never done TV before. What if he locks up? What if he gets nervous? What if he doesn't know what to do? Let's bring in Ralph. Boom. Bring in Ralph. Boom. Yep. So we had a three-man booth, me and Ralph. And Brian Smith. And uh, awesome way to spend a Saturday night hanging out in the studio. I had Peacock on my phone, so we're watching Supercross. It was two hours difference in time zone, right? So that everything was offset. Like when they had a break, Supercross was on, vice versa. It's really fun. And getting to work with Ralph is great. The stories are unreal. You know, rock and roll guy stories, evil Knievel stories, dusty road stories. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, just Ralph's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, right. uh, Dale Earnhardt, uh, he loves the Dale, Dale stories. Dale story. Rusty Wallace is the story of Rusty Wallace is how he got started in the in in how he moved to Charlotte because of Rusty Wallace. Anyway, the flat track's over and Supercross is two hours behind. And I'm like, hey, they're just getting started with heat races. Saturday night, it's ten o'clock. Want to watch Supercross? So there it was. Ralph and myself and Brian Smith just randomly at a bar in Charlotte watching Supercross. Uh, JT, can, JT, can you imagine if you're a Supercross fan and you stumble? Into Weege and Ralph at a bar, and you just you're just like this super fan, right? You love motocross, you love supercross, and there it is, just two greats throwing back some beers. Can That's you, awesome. Can you, like that would be like you know like I like I walk into a, a bar and there's Bono and Sammy Hager, yep, just just you know hanging out like. It it is what it was. Did man. you get recognized yep. by anybody? Downtown Charlotte, no. I, I do get recognized way more than I would think, but that's in, like, at the BMX track. Okay. Uh, or mountain bike trails. Um, Saturday night, downtown Charlotte, like, right next to where the uh, the Panthers play. Yep. No. No. Okay. No, we're not right. registering. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but it was pretty awesome and ironic and everything like that. It was pretty cool. And so, I guess I got some tweets about this, and I'm not going to hammer Todd Harris, but I guess he was Justin Lawrence, and there was a few – mix-ups on there <laughs> poor todd you know i mean you and well, ralph no just judging just judging in a bar the sound wasn't on so right. no one had to we have no literally we have no opinion on the commentary right right okay yeah. all right just yep. legends kicking back were you i mean were you guys saying like hey man like uh when 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 todd comes out like you you go high you go i go low one of us will get the job if we take him out any of that oh, oh oh go for the kneecaps yeah uh because look ralph and i are <laughs> very much in, in literally the same line of work. 
uh, we don't talk business very often. Um, so, no, that did not get brought up. Todd Harris didn't get brought up. Ralph and I didn't get brought up. We were just talking Supercross, bro. Do you think JT and rock and roll? Do you think it's like JT? It's like Obi Wan and, and Luke or Anakin, like Ralph's Obi Wan. Nah, I, I don't think it's more of a mentorship. Okay, uh, I think it's more of a dynamic duo. Right. But wow, I think there, there's there's a little bit too much animosity there. Maybe maybe in Revenge of the Sith, it could be Obi Wan and Anakin. Right. Right. Okay. All yep. right. Weed, you know what we're talking about. I have no clue. What the hell you're talking about? Uh, I don't even know who these Mission are. Tortillas update? Yeah, Mission Tortillas. Uh, Brian Smith filled me in. The CEO used to race flat track, so that's why they're there. And he actually hands out the $5,000 check. Uh, um, so, okay, we're making progress. Now we've got to get uh, get him to listen to Pulp. And uh, is it a sponsorship or you want him to buy it? What, what is it? Uh, either one, yeah. <laughs> you're still uh, for sale, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this could be a Mission Tortilla motocross show in a second, in a heartbeat. Oh, gosh. Um, the the mission tortillas people have tweeted us a couple times. Yeah, well, I told uh, the the one of the guys that works for the PR firm for Flat Track listens to the show, so I was like, hey, how about all that mission talk? You gotta you gotta let them know. Yep. And and what what, what happened? No. All okay. I know is all at right. the beginning of the season, I got more flour tortillas from Mission that I can eat in a year, but you know I'm going to try. Like, <laughs> we're not having pancakes for breakfast. We're just having fried tortillas. Right, I've right, got right. so much mission food, and, and, it is glorious. And JT cannot have any of that. None of that. Oh, None of that. No case Too many carbs in those mission tortillas. No so. case it is. Uh, it was a good night. And, cool for flat track. And, and I saw uh, Blue Crew uh, swept everything. Well, JT, you're a big MotoGP guy. I am. I am giving you some advice right now. You need to hit your wagons to... WPS fly racing athlete Dallas Daniels, he is he was already the hottest up and coming talent in flat track, but his skills are so big that I am now starting to think that he could be the next of the American greats that went from that AMA flat track, Kenny Roberts, Nikki Hayden, Schwantz, Rainey, you name him, Eddie Lawson. Those guys they come, came. They came from flat track. Oh yeah, dude. These guys came from flat track. Oh yes. Kenny Roberts came from flat track. Nikki Hayden came from flat track. Lawson came from flat track. I believe Dallas Daniels could be the next. And JT, you're a MotoGP guy, and he wears fly. I'm in. I, I need to do some homework, uh, yep. but I will I will get to the bottom of this, and uh, I will be it, climbing aboard that train. It somehow, literally it sounds like a wrestler. Dallas Daniels? Even the name. Like, you can't script it. JT, this could be your ticket into those gorgeous hospitality suites. All right, I know people over there. I'm good. I don't. I don't, I don't necessarily need to lean on that. Uh, I'm buddies oh, okay. with Jack Miller, who was the winner today. So, uh, you're friends with the guy who won the street bike yeah. thing. Yeah, really. Street bike thing. <laughs> I don't know if that oh, was Daniels JT was also. Uh, GT, but J- I'm going to make it happen. I'm J- putting it out there. JT was also jizzing himself over Hunter's A Stars kit because I guess it's it's the same as a road race guy. Jet. Jet. Sorry. Yeah, it was Marquez's, uh, okay. Marquez's Repsol kit. Right. So JT's awesome. very, very happy about that. Wait. JT likes yes. MotoGP so much. Yes. He, he even over- he's willing. Yes. He overlooked his hatred of every brand. Because even though the Fox the Fox PC stuff was bitching, and I said that. I said he, it was. No, you did not. What? You were like, it's okay. That's, that, that, <laughs> that's all you that's said. What I, that's, that's exactly what that is. Me saying, yeah, it's okay is, is oh, okay. All right. a yeah. huge compliment. Right. right. Okay. 
So, but but Mac Marquez's stuff or Max Marquez's Mac, stuff. What? Oh God, you are Marquez. Brutal. The Marquez guy, JT loved it. Thought it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, all right. I'm watching the signs of Supercross with the sound off right now, and I can't even figure out what I am seeing right now. Like, <laughs> oh, what was I mean, it? Did you see this week? No, I was on the screen, but I wasn't watching. Yeah, it is. I believe Monster Hydro, Monsters like recovery drink. And I'm seeing Jeff Ward and Tiger Woods <laughs> together endorsing sure, this product. What, Not together on screen, right? But all the greats. I, I, but I can't hear it. So I'm just trying to. I'm like, what is Jeff Ward and Tiger Woods? What is the possible connection between I, these two guys? Whatever Ward he's drinking, I'll drink it because that guy is an animal on a bicyclist. He's a fucking animal. <laughs> like there's he's just, like 60. Yes, his rides are on Strava. If you people want to check them out, they are unbelievable. <laughs> 93 days in a row. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. He's he the, the Terminator is really Jeff Ward. I swear <laughs> to God. So Honestly, yes, if you have an athletic drink or product, like he should be the number one guy you would want as to endorse. Yeah, Wardy. absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, so Mission right. Tortillas podcast, stay tuned for that. <laughs> That'll be coming up real soon. <laughs> and uh and uh the the, the 250 Supercross rules are broken. They're, they're a clown show. Uh, the shootouts are awesome, though, and uh, we just ruling with bullshit. I think that's what we're going to take away from this this podcast. Hey, hey, you call yourself a journalist. You said you stayed in Salt Lake just to get scoops and information. Yep. If you can provide evidence that this was a physical issue, you could take it to the appeals court. And not racing outdoors, which we don't know. That's yeah. a theory, by the way. No one's heard this, right? No, I, it was total speculation, but... But, yeah, this is total speculation. I mean, JT just said it strongly feels like he won't do it. I can't go there, but, you know. I just don't want people to be confused. We're This is not insider info that we're no, hearing on the street. No, no, no. No, we're yeah. just speculating. Right. Yep. All right. Well, cool. Um, so we're going to do a motocross preview at some point, boys. Uh, but, yeah, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for the time on the uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Jason Wagant, Jason Thomas. Thanks, boys. See you. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. 
And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.